0: hey greetings world uh this is wesley pepper here and you are tuning to my podcast wesley pepper's Lexia. uh yeah man you know these days i'm just going um too much man thanks for all the new listeners you know i'm really touched man um yeah i <laughs> i don't know what else to say i'm um, just yeah just speak up to all the new listeners and the returning listeners you know clearly you guys know where the good content is and um yeah man anyway thanks a lot um geez just thanks man yeah i'm not really good at that type of thing so but what i'm what what i'm good at is art so um hope you guys enjoyed um yesterday ugh, last week's episode um so I, got, so I took you guys through my, um, um, I gave you guys sort of an overview of what I'm doing and I broke it down into the, you know, I separated the various themes, uh, subject matter and I explained exactly what the whole body of work is uh, about and how I'm going about doing it. And um, <clears throat> this week, um, this week is going to be a bit more, uh, I guess, a bit more nuanced uh, because I'm actually completing, um, which is the sixth piece um of the current show so i'm going to be breaking it down in terms of how i'm going to uh uh, uh, how i'm going to complete it um what the various um i guess layers because i don't really use symbols so my work is always layered so i'll always start with a um you know with a layer right at the bottom um and i'll just sort of you know stack you know draw on top of that paint on top of that draw on top of that and that type of thing so i'll break that down to you guys um and um i'll explain how i uh, finish off the um the artwork so this is episode uh two in that um i'm still getting used to this type of thing you know um Thanks about getting used to, like, while I'm busy working to, <laughs> to actually um, narrate, and especially that there's no visuals, so uh, I'll do my best, I'll do my best, um, and talking about best, um, um, yeah, I mean, I have to give a shout out to Biobob and Spotcaster. Um, they are my hosts and my producers, uh, producer, <laughs> And uh, they do a bunch of marketing as well. Um, so check them out, man. Um, as I said in the earlier part of this thing, you know, our numbers have been jumping, man, and um, big moves and big changes coming on this channel. So um, please look out for that. And um, yeah, man, check out all the other work as well. You know, with all the other podcasts, I think they do fantastic work. um I'm talking about fantastic work. Um, I think that's a very good point to jump into uh (laughs) to what i'm doing although i don't really consider my work being fantastic i just think it's really cool um i'm a real um artsy fartsy type of guy so i um yeah i enjoy the the nuances the details and stuff like that you know i really do that so i'm gonna be doing my best to uh explain that to you and i will catch you at the end of this uh I must, I come up with a word for it, man. Um, I must, because a masterclass doesn't seem like the right word. Um, and just me explaining my processes sounds so one dimensional. I think it's a way more complex than that. Although it is me explaining, um, but I still think I need to come up with all words. word. I'm very good with ideas and that type of thing, but with words, or at least coming up with naming and wording things, those things take a little time. So bear, bear with me with regards to that, because there'll be plenty more of that coming up um, throughout the year, in fact. Um, and I will touch base with you guys towards the, after my presentation. Baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with Baobalb.org. Hey everybody. Um, So yeah, man, this is, uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be trying to describing to you guys what I've been, um, what I've been, how far I am now and what I've been working on and I'm finishing it off. So, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, just bear with me a little bit. Um, it's kind of the first time I'm trying to do something like this. So I'm not really sure how to start or to work or whatever. Um, but I'm going to give it my, um, I'm going to give it a shot. Um, I think it makes sense for me to describe first um, what I'm working on. Um, so I've got, this is about, I think it's 180 or is it 200 gram um, paper. So it's not too thick, um, but it's not too thin either. It's a pretty nice drawing paper, actually. Um, it's really nice. It's especially for pencil, um, and um, charcoal. Okay, so um, this is uh my seventh, I'm sorry, sixth piece, and um, just to recap on the whole idea, uh, concept, um, so I'm sort of telling. Um, last year's uh, story of, I guess the last uh, the COVID story, um, but specifically in 2020. Um, and I'm pacing it off um, the conversations, uh, so the interviews I've been having on the podcast. And I sort of took all those. Um, I took themes that was consistent in all of them. And I had a timeline, so I sort of Jotted him down, and then when I had that down I refined it a little bit um, And now it sort of reads um, Or rather The show starts off when um, Cyril had that uh, As a Cyril, for the international listeners That's our fucking president um, When he sort of had that announcement on Sunday evening So I have a piece That starts off with that And um, I have the bird Um, In this case, um, the City Vagabond, I have him looking down on people watching this whole madness unfold. And I guess the shock about it. And I've got some really cool um, text and it looks really crazy. Um, And then I'm um, Oh, I think I should actually open up this document. uh, uh, Because I don't think I really want to take you through the entire timeline. Um, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's kind of irrelevant, but yeah, I mean, from the, um, from the thing, um, from the, um, talk, I sort of move into how, um, how artists have really, I guess, just, uh, uh, uh adapted to it, you know, and the hysteria behind it, the uncertainty and so on and so on. So I thought it was a very, uh, I mean, those are very, um, I would say strong emotions, Um, And I thought it best to not be too aggressive um, or too, yeah, aggressive. So, yeah, man, I mean, I worked through one. Yeah, that was and like the piece I'm in now, um, I'm dealing with um, the sort of the the time last year when the media um, and the conspiracy theorists really like just took off. So, the media I'm referring to is both social and mainstream media. And um, I picked up a whole bunch of, um, yeah, man, I picked up a whole bunch of, uh, I would say, agendas, I think, that both uh, people, that both parties were thriving. And um, this piece is basically a commentary on that. So, um, let me visually try to explain to you. Um, where I am so the let me start off with the size of the paper um, I think I should actually measure it okay? uh, but the paper is just a touch over A1 um, it's just a touch um, in width it's just under 800 centimetres and I'm sure it's just probably about 900 centimetres as in the um, I mean, what the width, the, um, the height was about, about 700 meters and, and, and the width should be about 900. So it's kind of squarish, you know, um, it, it kind of looks like a square. Um, the reason for that, um, I chose that size, um, was to, um, uh, I wanted, uh, the, uh, when I conceptualized the piece, I had a figure in the bottom right corner um, looking frustrated or or sort of trying to find calm in all this uh, like all this confusion and all these uh, yeah like theories and, and everything so um, what I um, what I did is I drew a face uh, a male face uh, with beard I think it's sort of kind of maybe it looks like me um, but I'm sure that most um, I think it's actually a natural thing with with um, with most artists. Um, visual artist that is, that when they draw um, um, other people, you know, other faces, it generally looks like them, especially if they did a whole bunch of self-portraits like I did. So I think it's just subconsciously. I, I think I always create my, um, all my characters' nose to look similar to mine, and um, I always give them beard for whatever reason. But uh, this one over here I wanted to, to to give you sort of to balance the um, the portrait out because um, – Um, I gave it a bit of more detail in the face. So the eyes are closed and his hands are um, sort of pulling his eyes down or just touching his eyelids. Um, And he's got a real uh, sullen kind of look on his face. Um, And like I said, I got a goatee at the bottom and I didn't give any detail to the hair, Um, but I'll explain that in a little while. So um, I started off with a portrait and then I took... um, i guess it's this little technique that i become you know i've i mean um, i'm enjoying it um i um, in i wanted to create um sort of a uh or rather the first layer before the portrait sorry man i should have i should have started with the layer because the portrait came afterwards um the bottom layer um i wanted to give it a uh, um i wanted to create Some colors that uh, sort of represent, um, 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 uh, you know, things that's moving at a pace. And I wanted to create that uh, sort of wild. um, So if you look at all the other pieces and even most of my work, I really do this. Okay. I usually work on a solid color. So if it's the white of the paper, it's the white of the paper. Or if I want to work on another color, I will then paint it, whether it be black or whatever. And I'll work over that. Right. I really do what I'm doing right now. Um, so I have, I took uh, sort of a, uh, um, a green blue um, and a very light green, sort of a tropical green and a darkish green blue and yellow. But I started with a uh, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a tropical green and the dark green over that. So I sort of like used a squeegee and I just like got these random like squeegee sort of marks where it drags the paint. So it looks... Um, It looks almost as if it's uh, almost as a silkscreen kind of feel to it. Um, But you can see here and there, you can see um, sort of the blobs of paint. Um, And so I have the yellow of the, um, I have the um, tropical green and this darkish blue. And um, over that, I drew the portrait. So the portrait's head, hairline always, hairline is supposed to start uh, from, so the portrait's in the bottom right-hand corner. And um, so that bottom um, where the portrait is, I used a, uh, a very aggressive, alarming type of red, and I used the screeching and I pulled that over there so it has this really interesting um um, color because you see some of the yellow coming through you see the um that dark yellow uh, the dark blue green sort of becomes a very interesting brown in some in some patches and in some places actually you can still see the um the blue so i think the way these colors actually all mixed is actually quite interesting and um it's um it's all you know it's all symbolic of the of the craziness and the overwhelming um, because both social and mainstream media is absolutely everywhere. There's no way you can hide or run away from it. And I thought it was best for me to represent that through color. Um, so, yeah. So, if the bottom half has um, got this red, the top off still has this fresh um, yellow, green, and light green. And it does look fresh. It sort of looks... Um, yeah, especially because the bottom half looks all dramatic. The top half um, looks very, um, yeah, I mean, fresh, almost like a, like a tall glass of water early in the morning with uh, or some mint on it. You know, sort of has that type of feel to it. And um, so over that, I wrote. Um, so um, with all the other artworks, I've got this type of block text that I use. Um, this nice fat juicy sort of block text and um, I use that because it's aggressive and it's like in your face and you have to read it so if you see this big red like text you, you um, automatically because it's it sort of triggers off that whole idea of warning warning read me read me you understand so that's the the, the, the concept behind that but um, because I already have all these um, crazy color in the, in the background um, I used a uh, uh, a form of graffiti text, so it's a sort of a bubble, old school graffiti. From um, it's a uh, it's a really old school font. Uh, I have it open. Uh, I didn't say the title of the font. Uh, no, it is. Is it? No, that's no, that's not the name. But um, yeah, it's a it's a very old school, like late eighties type of type of graffiti. So the um the text has a sort of a bubble um. But not total bubble effect, and it has that um, black shadows at the back, so sort of, sort of they give it a, um, a dimension. Um, and on top of that text, I haven't gotten there yet, but that has um, um, sort of more interesting shapes in the bottom. Um, yeah, I man, it's a, it's a. Yeah, it's actually quite tricky to explain a font. Um, but it's a really old school thing. And the reason why I took that is, um, is reference, I guess, to my headspace, you know. Um, it's an era of music that I still respect and appreciate. And, um, I didn't want to use that, uh, very sort of, uh, conceptual abstract like graffiti because I wanted the text to be legible um but also the graffiti also gives it a uh, a sort of a street feel um and i like that and i personally personally i've always just been a huge fan of graffiti um actually before long before i ever got into street art or even knew about street art i was always a huge huge graffiti fan and my um, I, I think i still do i'm a researcher i still have a huge uh uh, sort of image database of graffiti that in fact in, in town um, in Joburg I would um, at once especially in the early 2000s um, I tried to document as much as the graffiti I could see and I was were always very interested in how it was changing I'm also very critical on it but uh, that's for another um, episode but um, yeah so yeah that's sort of my association with graffiti and I wanted to give it like a you know this kind of old school street kind of feel and um, the text um, that it says I actually got it um, from uh, I would say two different sources or two different um, headspace I'm not sure how to phrase that actually but let me explain to you the process behind it um, so I wanted something um, you know, that says basically the fuck you media or the media saying fuck you to everybody but, you know, I don't want to be that, uh, you know, I don't want to be that loud or that obvious and um, I, I've i always liked text and I like the shape so I always like working with the shapes and, and I, um, you know, because of living in the city for such a long ass time, you know, um, I've sort of always conceptualized my work, you know, sort of like a way the city shapes, you know, sort of always these block shapes, you know, if you stand from afar or close, you know, because you look at all the buildings, you look at the streets, look at the layout, the, uh, um, the general layout, is always, a, it, it's just got this really specific shape and pattern, and the text sort of follows that, so it's all neat, you know, it's kind of legible, and the first line says, um, it's your fault, and there's a colon, uh, yeah, I just paused there for a second, <laughs> hoping I didn't make a typo, because um, it's happened before. <laughs> um, um, so it says it's your fault with a colon, meaning like the media. Um, in this case, the top lines will all reference to social media. Um, I guess one of the pitfalls of social media, in my opinion, is that it makes victims of every single body. Um, and they like to point fingers hardly you know, it's rare that people take, you know, responsibility on social media, which is something I actually quite detest. And um, the second line is, um, let me just get that, every breath you take may implicate you. And I'm going to read it again. So it says every breath you take may implicate you. And um, that's more reference in mainstream media. Um, with um, i found, so when it comes to the media, I consume a lot okay i uh, i subscribe to most of the mainstream uh, channels um and feeds etc so um so what i do is whenever a story breaks uh, any story um i read um i'll I'll read the same story through multiple sources uh, before I sort of make my mind up on it. Um, it's just something, you know, I've gotten used to because of this crazy world we're staying in, you know. Um, and Actually, I, I guess I've been doing it more since, uh, uh, what, four or five years ago when Trump came to power. Um, when it was necessary, you couldn't just read, you couldn't just buy and take, uh, 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 these guys' uh, story. And um, yeah, so so I would read Uh, multiple, and I still do. And with the pandemic, when the uh, hard lockdown hit, so we're talking um, last year this time, I don't know, March, uh, March, April. um, There was this real hardcore fear-mongering, which I found, you know, completely unnecessary. Personally, I think the mainstream media missed the buck there. They could have used that to sort of give people direction i will give people a sense of this is what to do and this is what not to do. But, you know, I felt like they just fucking forced their point of view on everybody. And it was really terrible. It was really terrible waking up every morning um, or in the evening. Um, I guess I prefer reading in the evening these days and in the morning, depending how busy I am. um, uh, The first thing you'll read is just like, it was just everybody panicking and, just thinking the worst possible situation and, you know, looking for somebody to blame. And, and, and it was just fucking terrible. And it was just too overwhelming for me. And um, personally what I did that time, um, um, that first month during the hard lockdown was, uh, um, um, it was, to be honest, it was actually probably the best time because in South Africa, it was the start of our winter. And um, we had a pretty long cold winter and um, it was still raining that time. And um, where I am, where I was that time in Kimberley in the Northern Cape, um, the winters or the start of the winters are usually cold and dry. So in other words, it's very indoors, kind of like weather. And um, I kind of appreciate, you know, I yeah, that wasn't too bad for me because I could rest and and um, and all of that. And I know the sort of, this, you know, because those first, was it two and a half weeks or three and a half weeks where that was at first at 21 days um that to me actually went by pretty quick because we were busy at home you know doing things to keep ourselves occupied and I've got a very creative family so we do like really cool stuff and all of that and all of that and it was coming out of that um that when all this I guess um, um all this Oof, I don't even know what to call it. Um, just this media fucking avalanche hit. And uh, yeah, man, um, how I conceptualized that was in, um, I'll just repeat what I said. I say every breath, every breath you take may implicate you. Uh, meaning that you to blame for everything. And um, so because um, these text has this bubbly type of thing, um, kind of look, um, and I spaced them quite nicely. So they're not too on top of each other, but they are on top of each other. Um, so I'm still going to add another sort of shadow layer, um, which will sort of kind of maybe look like the text is, the, the, the physical text is kind of physically, um, or should I say literally weighing on the portrait in the bottom um, right-hand corner's head. And, um, well, that's kind of the idea. And also um, the idea was to create... Um, yeah, man, the color had to speak um, for itself. Um, and I think the color also looks, uh, I like it. I like it personally. Yeah, um, actually, I love it. Uh, but we'll see what the rest of the world has to say with it. So, okay, man. So, yeah, now I explain exactly what the artwork looks like, um, I, guess, I guess to the best of my ability. Um, just another layer around creating art, so, um, is music now um, I'm sure you've heard like I fucking love music um, so for this type of piece um, um, I'm playing um, I'm playing uh, I guess a bunch of albums or just different tracks from different albums by uh, Lonnie Liston Smith um, so he's really cool uh, he's really 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 cool and sure, uh, um, you know I yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, I will explain to the music but I think that'll take me off <laughs> it'll shift focus and I might end up playing the damn song um, <laughs> but uh, what I would usually do if I'm working in the uh, in the day um, and that's because things in the day because right now it's it, 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 it's the evening um, I forgot to mention that it's about just touching on 8 o'clock and um, it's kind of quiet and it's a good time to sort of finish off um an art at um, at least for me. So what I would do in the daytime, um, so that'll be morning, you know, late morning, uh, late morning and throughout the afternoon. The music I would play then is probably 90%, ninety percent ninety say eighty percent of the time will be hip hop. Um, because it hip hop has a real pace to it, you know. The 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 the, 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 the rhythm and the bass has a real it has a pace to it, man. And and I thought and I think that really it captures that part of the day because regardless of what you do in that part of the, day you generally busy. And, um, 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 I usually feed off every single body's energy and it's a, usually it's a, it's a busy, um, um, time, especially after lunch. Um, I think especially when based in the city, you know, the, you know, it just picks up, you know, people either coming and going and, and so hip hop, I, um, think really, yeah, that um, that energy. So I would curate a playlist. Um I generally make a playlist an hour long. Um reason is is because um I think I sort of maximize my concentration, you know, in sort of an hour like I guess segments, you know. So um, um you know sometimes a touch over an hour and that doesn't mean like after the hour my body just retires or I just like finish um if the is still there you know I'll go for another one but I rarely work longer than two hours straight without um, um sort of completely removing myself from uh, from the artwork you know um, um you know depending on where I am you know taking a walk somewhere running a few errands uh you know these days um, i've been um i've been um, i've been exercising quite a bit so i'll so i'll sit on the bike a little bit for about half an hour um, but basically step away um, from a smoke a joint uh, you know do general stuff you know and then i'll come back to it um, start another playlist and work and the reason for that is simple um, is that i've noticed with myself is um, w- Once I'm like totally, totally zoned in into a piece, right? Um, And I'm totally like, I'm there. Um, I tend to, I guess, not make mistakes, but, um, you know, you tend to overlook certain things. I always think like going away and coming back, you sort of like, sort of like if you're working a laptop, you hit the refresh button or, you know, something like that. So um, that's what I do. Um, So... Before this recording, I've actually been pushing for about just a touch under forty-five minutes. Um, but I thought, like, yo man, let me actually do this thing now because I'm working out. It is quiet, and uh, one last point. Uh, or let me explain this. What I'm gonna doing forward. So, or, or what I um yeah, like <laughs> what I'm actually working on right now. So um, I have, like I explained in the text, um, I did the outline in a Koki in pen uh, and just, but, but just the outline and some of the shadows. So I'm painting a uh, a sort of a off white, um, I kind of mix quite a bit of yellow in it to, 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 to sort of break that um, crisp titanium white sort of feel. Because um, so I wanted to give it a feel of like a wall outside somewhere. And a wall outside is usually um, either, you know, by the weather pattern. So it's usually kind of like off chalky white. So I sort of wanted that um, texture. So I'm actually literally painting each, um, each text block or each word um, with this color. Um, and I think when I'm done with that, I will actually be done for the day. Because um, this piece now will be three days that I've been working on it. So the first day, I did the background color and drew the portrait, you know. And um, the second day, I put the detail on the portrait and put in all the text. Um, So for me, writing text is quite a tedious and quite a long process. Um, It's not as quick as drawing, um, you know, a face or portraits or whatnot and um yeah today is sort of the finishing off so you put in all the last layers, like the last layer of color that is um and sort of refine it in other words making sure well in my case making sure that that's all nice and smooth it's all nice and neat and that type of thing and uh the last last layer will sort of be like putting in shadows and tiny details so i still feel i want to work a little bit over the portrait because um the, the red is actually quite beautiful. Um, it really is. Uh, and you can you can see the shading of the um, face, but it's kind of dark, so I sort of want to work over it with the same white that I'm using on the text, sort of to balance the top and the bottom, also there's some form of consistency, because the bottom of the red is quite violent and um, quite painful to a degree. And the top, you know, has this cool, refreshing glass of water in the morning with mint on it kind of feel to it. So I want to balance the white out, um, but it will be very um, random, just the main shapes, you know, just the main line. So you can see that it is the face, you know, and the eyes are, or the eyelids are nice and round. And, you know, maybe some detail in the lips to show you the, um, sort of the mood of the face, and um, that had the fingers. I I, I think that will be important too. Um, but I will leave the frown. I think in this nice black. I think it looks quite beautiful actually. Um, yeah. So yeah, man. That's that's exactly um, where I am right now, um, and that's exactly what I am. So yeah, man. I hope you guys enjoyed that, and thank you for listening. Baobalb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with Baobalb.org. Everybody, I hope you guys um, enjoyed that one. Uh, me, certainly, it was it was i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a little bit tricky though um you know trying to work and talk at the same time um but it's quite a challenge and i'm i'm, I'm really enjoying it i um i really am um i hope i kind of whet your appetite uh with regards to what the actual art looks like um i did my best to try to explain and to explain to the processes so um yeah man. mean this is the um next week i'm jumping into next week um I'm gonna be interviewing um, either one of two people. Um, my scheduling has being a bit all over the place, man. Uh, I was gonna interview a musician, but you know that didn't work out. Our timing just didn't work out. Um, but it's either one of two. It's either gonna be a. It's either gonna be Natalie proper which I think is a really fucking great artist. I think she does. Include, and she's working on Saturday now, which I think is quite awesome. And she sort of migrated very nicely. So it'll be really cool to unpack that. So it's either going to be her or it's going to be the, um, the episode with uh, Sabelo Soko. But um, I'll be uh, mentioning that throughout uh, on my socials, um, probably towards end of the week um, or, or over the weekend, because I'll definitely be touching base with them come later on in the week, and um, I have to give, just before I move forward, I have to give a shout out to Spotcaster, um, you know, I think they do fantastic work, these are the guys that's hosting me, and let's say, produce my work, so check them out, man, um, I think Candice does fantastic work, and I'm sure you can all agree, testament to that, um, also, I've mentioned in the previous episode that we're going to be changing sort of the format uh, moving forward, um so we're gonna be having more so i'm only really gonna really focus on doing um two uh, uh uh artist interviews per month um and i'm really gonna be zoning in so so i'm really gonna be doing like a whole 360s type of covering covering the work get more really uh, in detail whereas in the past not that i didn't um but i want to yeah you know as, as an artist i think it's very important to evolve man and we want to evolve here too so um Look out to that. I'll be making all the final um, mentions and uh, who I'm interviewing when and on, all that on my social media, especially on Twitter. So remember to catch me out on that. I'm um, at Wesley Pepper. On Facebook, it's Wesley Pepper. at um, Instagram, it's Wesley underscore Pepper underscore. Um, so catch me up on all of those platforms. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm pretty busy there too. Um, and um, WhatsApp, but um, I won't give away <laughs> my WhatsApp number for obvious reasons. Um, also, remember to check us out on all the streaming platforms, you know, um, and remember to subscribe to our channel. Um, that um, and um, mentions, shout outs, and all those things are always, always, always highly appreciated. Um, and to all the new and returning visitors, big up, man. Um, yeah, man, you are tuned into the dopest art based podcast in fuck i'd like to think the world but for now i can settle on southern africa um, but the world we coming for you um, so a uh, big up to all of that and um, yeah man um, next week um, we'll be jumping into i'll be interviewing uh, more artists but like i said i'll be um, i'll be um, announcing that on my social media sites so definitely look out for that and i'll catch you then cheers man oh, this is not your place we the chosen left it open before was doing just fine